We're going live. No. We'll do it live. Dang it. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Happy Wednesday, the official day of pretending to work while secretly planning weekend adventures. <laughs> are all uh, are you all thinking about the weekend? I know I am. Only three days into the week, and I am swamped, man. Swamped. No time to breathe this week. Do you ever feel that way? You ever feel that way? You're so busy that you just don't have any damn time to breathe. My mom, my parents are retired, right? My mom's always trying to like call me for whatever. And it's, it, and it can always just be a text, but she's like, you know, I'm old. We don't send text messages. <laughs> You're just going to have to learn to do it my way. And I'm like, no, because I'm not answering the phone. So maybe you learn to do it my way. Just send me a fucking text message. But I was, uh, I was dropping my son off at my, my parents' house on Monday. He was going to do a bunch of yard work for them. And uh, my mom, it, I'm sitting there like going through my schedule while I'm sitting there at the table at their house, trying to figure out like where I could plug stuff in. And she's like, what are you doing? I like, you know, I was like, I'm trying to figure out my schedule for the day so I could fit things in like this, you know? And, and, uh, and I was like, here, mom, let me, let me show you my schedule. I show her my schedule is just full, you know? And I'm like, and then this, this area right here, that's all blocked off. That's where you call me, mom. That's where you call me on the phone. <laughs> oh, the cat's in the cradle in a silver spoon. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to have a great episode today, baby. We, uh, way better than last Fridays, right? I'll tell you that right now. After the Patreon happy hour last Friday, the, the, the happy hour uh, hangout. On Thursday, Friday morning, I felt like a can of smashed up assholes. Dude, <laughs> good Lord. It was like I was back in the Navy trying to get the ship underway after like being out all night, you know, bar hopping with the boys. Crazy. Oh, crap. You know, it's not even the eight minute mark. I probably got demonetized for saying that. Add that to your vocabulary, guys. A can of smashed up assholes. <laughs> All right, still a lot of fun though. Lots of value in doing stuff like that with like-minded guys. I highly recommend you guys get on the Patreon. I'll tell you more about that in a bit. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do on a date. What to do and how to act. You met some gal, maybe on a dating app, cold approach, social circle or whatever, however you meet the whamming. You ask her on a date. She didn't flake out. <laughs> and now you actually have to go on the date itself. Now what? Now what do I do? Now, what? This is crazy. I got a live one here. I was writing more in my upcoming book, uh, Everything I Wish I Knew When I Was 18, this past Sunday. And this was the subchapter I was working on, okay? I only have seven more subchapters in my chapter on dating and spinning plates, guys. Only seven. <laughs> oh, my God. It's taking me forever to write this. I have a little over 50,000 words now. I think I tweeted something about being just under that on Sunday, but there was a bunch of stuff I forgot to add when I was writing up these notes. So I went through and just wrote those into the book as well. I was like, well, while I'm here, I went ahead and, and added that stuff into the book as well uh, while I was working on these show notes. So anyway, before we get into any of this stuff, be sure to join me for these lives every Wednesday and Friday mornings. I'm here at 10 a.m. Eastern time, but if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. 
<clears throat> be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. You know what to do. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching live right now, please sound off in the live because that makes these go by so much smoother, right? If I'm just here talking to the camera, it's boring. It's so boring. If you guys are, are watching on TikTok right now, head on over to YouTube and sound off in the live chat. All right. I can actually bring your comment up on screen with that. Can't do that with, with this stupid app. Uh, speaking of stupid apps, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I got my Twitter handle right here. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter these days. That's where, if you guys are like really, really want to follow the beef I have with that jabroni Glenn Lawrence, follow me on Twitter. Cause that's really where it's popping off. That's really where he's running his mouth and I'm, and I'm going to shut it. I'm going to shut that mouth at summer smash. Tell you what. Send a super chat, guys. Send a super chat. You can send one for as little as a dollar. That supports the show probably more than anything else. Get on the email list. Man, I'm having uh, an interesting time with this. So I've been using MailChimp for the last, I don't know, year or so since I first started the, the email list. And the reason why I even have an email list is in case I get banned from social media, right? Because I've, I've been, my first TikTok account got banned in June of 2021. Uh, my second TikTok account, it's totally shadow banned. It doesn't get any views anymore. Nothing gets pushed to the For You page anymore. Uh, there's this new thing that TikTok is doing where they'll categorize your videos. And you can tell that by when you open up your video, there's like a search box in the top. It'll have like a word in there, right? Of what they categorize your video as. If you don't have any of that in there and they're not pushing your videos to the For You page, you are shadow banned, my friend. I don't care what. Anybody named Michael Morrison says, <laughs> Michael's my uh, video editor. They're, shadow bands are real. Okay. They're, they're actually real. And uh, so my new account, it's not doing any of that. You can actually see categories. It's actually getting reach. It's actually getting pushed out to the for you page, but uh, I'm on my third account now. And um, if I ever get banned from a, an account like that, I want to be able to tell people because your favorite content creators, they'll, they could get wiped off the planet one day and you'll never know. Unless you like actually set a schedule and go, okay, I, I watch their show every Wednesday, Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And all of a sudden they're not there. That's the only way you're going to know. Right. But if you just like casually tune into these shows, you'll never know. You'll never know that I got wiped off the, the planet because you'll just stop seeing my videos and you'll just move on with your life. But uh, if you actually enjoy this content, if you actually find value in it, get on the email list. All right. I'm not spamming people. I'll send you some free stickers for your troubles. And uh, anyway, that was a long-winded story, but I signed up for MailChimp last year and I've just had nothing but problems with it, right? I People will sign up and then I'll go to email them to say, hey, give me your, your mailing address so I can mail you your stickers. And it just goes to Never Never Land. It goes into people's spam filter, like for whatever reason. I've done all the things that MailChimp tells me to do to avoid that. And it's still like certain email providers just automatically market as spam. So... What I ended up doing is uh, I moved my mailing list over to Gumroad because uh, that's where I'm hosting my practical law of attraction course. You could build a, an email list on there. And and so I was like, well, why don't I just do that? The only problem is, is that they won't allow you to just export your, your, your contacts from MailChimp and import them into Gumroad. You have to like manually add them. <laughs> so that's going to be a struggle. But I emailed everybody yesterday. I actually got a whole bunch of people saying, "Hey, I never got your email. Here's my my mailing address. So I'm going to be mailing out some of these uh, some of these stickers today." And uh, and then if you guys do, you guys want some of these stickers? Sign up on on 
on Gumroad now, you, it'll actually ask you for your address this time. So I don't have to bug you about that. Then you're just on the email list and then you just hang around in case I ever get banned for something. And if you like these designs, they're available on coffee mugs as well. I suggest you get this coffee mug for you guys that are still watching over here on, on TikTok. It says, none of you could be first, but all of you could be next, right? That's from Ric Flair. <laughs> Bring this to the bring this to the office, right? Just subtly let the your your lady office workers know, hey, you can't be first, but you can be next, baby. You know what I mean? That that'll go over well with HR. <laughs> but it's subtle. You see, you probably won't get in trouble for it. And then when they ask you about it, be like, oh, it's a Ric Flair thing. Mmm, this coffee tastes better than these mugs. I'm telling you guys. All right, you can get the uh, you can also get that stuff as merch at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. There's uh, there's no genies granting wishes. I say this pretty much every episode. Check it out. Um, I'm actually getting a lot of really good feedback on this course, right? A lot of people have, have a strong aversion to the idea of the law of attraction, they think it's just woo woo nonsense. It's not when I, I the way I, br I break it down, I break it down into practical psychological explanations and in techniques that you can use today to start changing your life, right? Because our results are based on our thoughts, right? What we think causes our actions, our actions cause our results, right? If you're not getting the results you want in your life, well, you got to reverse engineer that and change your thoughts. I teach you how to do that in this course. LOA.comeonmanpod.com. And finally, get on the Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. So last Thursday, we had our first happy hour hangout. Uh, I'm going to be hosting those monthly for Patreon members. So if you want to hang out with me, have some beers, just talk guy shit, right? It's four men. Uh, there's no wham in there. We don't have to worry about offending people, right? It's just a, a bunch of guys just getting together and talking guy stuff, right? Well, we had a, we had a pretty good turnout last Thursday, uh, but if you if you want to get on the next one, I'll be announcing when that's going to be. Uh, but get on the Patreon now, and you can join Tier One for as little as ten bucks. You get the happy hour hangouts. You get the Monday episodes ad free. Now we also have a Telegram group for members. So all the members can get together and talk shop. They can talk about whatever they want. There's no real restrictions there. They could ask questions to the group about what they're doing. You know, hey, I, I, I tried this as an opener on a dating app. Have you guys tried that? You know, uh, this one's really working well for me. You guys might want to try this, that sort of thing. You guys could do that in the Telegram group. And it's, it's paying members. So these guys are have a little more skin in the game, right? The problem with free groups, you know, like free Facebook groups, and I, and I love the my 3% my, uh, my brotherhood, but the problem with free groups is you get a bunch of value leechers, right? People just show up for the free stuff and they're just like, they, they don't add anything. But on, on paid groups, usually people have more skin in the game. They're a little more invested. So it's a little more of a, a, a more premium group. So you get that too. And um, what else do you get with that? Um, so you get the, the monthly happy hour hangouts. You get the telegram. Oh, and now you can join with a free trial. I've turned on the free trial feature. That's a new thing on Patreon. So free trials uh, turned on for the, uh, for the, uh, the beer club tier one. So you can join uh, seven days. If you don't, if you don't like it, you can leave, you know, no, no problem. No harm, no foul. If you do like it, cool. Stick around. I'll play a commercial for the happy hour hangout and then we'll, we'll get to the topic today.
Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. Drop this in the chat here, but it's uh, patreon.com slash come on man pod. Yeah, so you guys could join tier one and, uh, you know, you, you could sign up for the free trial. Charmcaster, is it okay to tell a girl she has stinky tutu on the first date? You know what, Charmcaster, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> I'm not a fan of trolls, you know? Just asking dumbass questions. My man, Michael Morrison's here. He says, let's go. Tyler Pelton says, I'm always stupid busy at the end of the month. Always trying to finish projects and get paid. Yeah, man. Are you at the end of the month? Are you like an accountant? Do you do accounting or something like that? Because uh, usually like accountants and finance people are crazy busy at month's end, right? They got to close out the books and stuff, right? Glenn Lawrence says, your channel will be shadow banned for losing that belt after I destroy you at Summer Smash. The reason is they don't want jabronis like you emailing people. Oh, oh, you wanted me to get this out, didn't you? This is what you wanted right here. This is what you wanted right here. You want you want a shot at this. You want a shot at this, don't you, Glenn Lawrence? Well, come and fucking take it. Come and take it. All right. <laughs> Glenn also says, I'm going to create a telegram for all those that want to watch you get slammed through a table at Summer, at summer Smash, dude. Come on. This is your, you're the booker. You're the booker. God damn. Summer Smash. We don't want to get sued, remember? Okay. Anyway, put that away for now. Glenn Lawrence is going through a table at Summer Smash. Write that down. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just over here drinking coffee and slamming jabronis through tables, and I'm almost out of coffee, baby. Mm. Tastes better in these mugs, guys. I'm telling you. All right. Like I said uh, before, uh, let's see here. You've managed to get the girl on the date itself. Now what? One thing you've probably heard me say countless times is to have a go-to spot for first dates. I say this for a few reasons, right? You don't have to think about where to take her on the date. Women want you to make the plans. If you always tell new women to meet you at the same place, it's a no-brainer, right? You don't have to think about, well, oh, I wonder what, wonder where we could go. I wonder where we could... Just go to the same place every time. Right? They don't know. It's the it's their first time on the date. <laughs> Besides that, repetition is the mother of skill. Okay. The more you go to the same place, the more you'll be familiar with it and the more relaxed you'll be. Right. She should be the only person on this first date. You've done this a bunch of times. Okay. Maybe the first time you go is the first time, but after that, you're gonna take every chick to the same place. All right. 
and then it's going to be like, it's going to be a uh, uh, muscle memory at that point. Okay. It's going to make things a lot smoother. If you get to know the bartenders and waitresses, this gives you immediate social proof. Uh, when you, when you know them and they know you, right. If you're, if you're like, Oh, Hey, Sam, good seeing you again. Right. That, that gives you social proof. Or if they greet you, that gives you social proof. Right. So this, there's a lot of good reasons to do it this way. It will also make what follows easier because this will be your new routine for every first date for the most part. Okay. And if you make it a routine, it's just gonna, like, you don't have to, have to think about it. Right. It's just going to be something you do. It's like when you drive the same route to work every week, every day. And like the next thing you know, you leave your house and then you show up at work and you're like, how the fuck, how the fuck did I get here? Right. <laughs> it's because you've done it so many times. You don't have to think about it. So your mind actually starts working on things that are important to it. Right. It starts going off into the subconscious. That's how these dates are going to be. You know, it's going to be so second nature on these first dates that it's going to be like a no brainer. You're not even gonna have to think about it. Oh, yes. We got a super chat right here. Brother Nathan says you're going to destroy Glenn. You get that. You get a bullet club for, for that. That statement. You get a bullet club. Hold on. I got to fix this. There we go. Bullet club. Bullet club. Yeah. You guys over here on TikTok can't hear the, those fun sound effects. Head on over to YouTube. All right. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. This guy says, uh, XRunner55, it's nuts for me right now. Everyone is trying to do hacking campaigns for some reason. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You must be in network security. Dude, there's always something. There's always something going on, man. You know? But because uh, I work in network security too, I actually I'm sort of phasing out of that. I'm doing more just like DevOps stuff. I don't do so much security stuff anymore, but I used to. And there's always these like new security advisories. It's like they literally come out all the time, and most of the time, the fixes are the same, right? Unless there's like a zero day exploit where you got to apply patches like in a in a short time frame. Like usually all the all the same, you know, precautions and and countermeasures are are the same. <laughs> So I like, I never worry about it. Right. Like, the, but my, my the upper management is always like, Oh, we got this new one. It's like, you know what? You only got, you only have clients like calling in too about it when it makes the news. Like when the news cycle is sort of bored and they, they need something to, to talk about, they'll talk about, you know, hacking attempts and some new exploit that comes out, but they literally come out like every day. There's new ones every day. All right. We're not going to be talking about that nerd shit today though. <laughs> We're going to be talking about what to do on the day of the date and what to do on the date itself. So this is, uh, like I mentioned before, this is uh, uh, the subchapter in my upcoming book, Everything I Wish I Knew When I Was 18, right? And this is a subchapter on my dating and spinning plates chapter. My book is not just about dating and relationships, right? It's like literally everything I wish I knew when I was 18. It talks about careers. It talks about uh, uh, negotiating salary at work right? It talks about investing. It talks about uh, education, right? What, like, should you even go to college or not? Um, it talks about law of attraction. And then the last, like the last three chapters are on dating and spinning plates, long-term relationships and, and marriage and children. And I haven't even gotten to the relationship and marriage, marriage uh, and children subject yet. <laughs> I'm still on this chapter. This chapter 
it's taken me forever because when I finally got to this chapter, I sat down and wrote out an outline. Okay. And I put it down like, okay, well, what is involved? Soup to nuts, dating and spinning plates. And it was the first time I ever sat down and like really thought out what it is, you know, the process from start to finish. And so that's what this, this whole chapter is just full of sub chapters on each of the different sub uh, different processes. Right. So this is the uh, sub chapter on, on the date. Okay. So the first thing I have here, and this is what I added to the book last night. Cause I was like, Oh, I forgot to add this. So this is really good stuff here. I learned this from uh, my friend, Benny Lichtenwalder, who I just interviewed again yesterday. He's doing breakup coaching now. He stopped doing date coaching. He's doing breakup coaching now and he's absolutely killing it. He has like two other coaches under him now. I think he's got like two salespeople. He's got like a back end person do it. Like, dude, that's amazing, right? So we talk about that in an upcoming episode. Uh, but yeah, I learned this from Benny. Um, cause I never really did this. I always typically had a, a sort of a good mindset when it came to, to the date anyway, but not a lot of guys do. A lot of guys are nervous going into a date, right? This will help you really build up your confidence so that when you're on the date, you're putting your best foot forward. All right. So on the day of, or at least an hour or so before, right? Cause sometimes we go on dates in the evening, like right after work. Uh, so you can't do this like all day. Um, but you could, I mean, you, you still could. You know what I mean? Like you could get up in the morning and, and make this a part of your routine and just actively do it while you're at work too, right? Um, but basically you want to get up in the morning and you want to blast some good music, okay? You want to blast some some music that really gets you revved up, right? And I'm talking about, I'm talking about the kind of shit that you would listen to at the gym that will help you bench 300 pounds, right? I'm talking like fucking rock music. I'm talking like, I'm talking about music like uh, like a like fucking gangster rap, just something that gets you fucking, you know, just elevated, right? Not I'm not I'm not talking about fucking like country western music or reggae music that's relaxing. I'm talking about something that gets you fucking amped, right? You want to get amped, <laughs> okay? Then maybe like you take a shower. Then you, after you're done with the shower, you want to look in the mirror, right? You want to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a badass motherfucker. You're a badass motherfucker. All right. You're telling yourself that because you're looking in the mirror. Okay. Now you're like, this is crazy, Paul. No one's around, dude. You don't have to worry about someone judging you. Okay. All right. This is about you. This is about you talking yourself up, being your own, your own fucking hype person. Right. Oh, that's a clip. He said, <laughs> all right. You want to look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself you're a badass motherfucker. And then you want to do some wide power poses, okay? You know, like alpha shit, right? You want to make yourself look fucking big, okay? You want to, like a wide stance. You want a big fucking wide open arms. Like, like you're a fucking UFC fighter saying, come at me, bro. Come at me. Like I'm going to fucking do to Glenn Lawrence, right? In Las Vegas. I'm going to be like, fucking let's go. Let's go, motherfucker, right? Right? You want to, you want to have that sort of like big... I'm, I'm fucking king shit over here. And you want to do this in front of the mirror. Okay. No one's looking at you. You don't have to worry about feeling stupid because someone's looking at you doing this stuff, right? You're doing this for you. Okay. You also want to get yourself like a big shit eating grin too, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking take this day on, man. Fuck yes. Right. You want to get that kind of fucking attitude going and you want to talk yourself up. You want to be your own hype man. Okay. 
And guys are watching this going, there's no way I'm doing this. There's no way I'm doing it. Trust me on this, okay? Fucking do this. It'll change your whole day. All right? So do that. Then when you finally go out, all right, when you finally go out, you're going to talk to everybody you meet, okay? Even if it's just to say hello, right? You're going to talk to people in, in elevators. You're going to talk to, to, to gas station attendants, coffee baristas, fucking everybody, okay? If this is uh, on the weekend, right, and you don't normally go out before the date because you're just like at home chilling or whatever, don't. Force yourself to go out before the date, even if it's just a couple of hours before the date and try to be more social and talk to people. You want to start talking to people. Okay. Um, this will get you in that social mental state. Okay. This will build what's called social momentum. All right. Because then when you finally get to the date, you're already going to be ready to talk. You've been doing it all day. You've already hyped yourself up. You're going to be fucking excited She's going to be able to feel your energy. You're going to come across more confident when you do this. All right. Now, let me tell you a little story. How I, uh, besides doing it myself, all right, I used to do this getting ready for a date. Um, uh, I tried after I learned it from Benny, I tried it several times. It fucking it works wonderful. Right. It's great. But, um, but uh, last night, right, I have a client, I have a Patreon client. And, uh, he reached out to a guy who makes uh, videos for dating apps, right? So, so there's a, a on Bumble and on Hinge, you can now add a video to your profile. Okay, this is a game changer, guys. This is a game changer because if a woman can see all of your body in a video, she can see what your personality is like, right? She can see your body language. She can see that you're not a serial killer, right? Uh, if you're like fun and, and, and exciting and you could put across your personality, that's going to set you apart from like 99% of the other dudes on the app that are too lazy to put a video up. <laughs> okay. We were go, Oh, he's got a video. What's this all about? Oh, look at this. Like, I actually know something about this guy. They're going to feel more comfortable with you. They're going to uh, be more engaged with you. Right. They're going to be more interested. It's all about getting interest on, on dating apps, getting, capturing her attention and getting her interested. Right. So he went to, uh, he went to a guy that makes these videos and he sent me these videos and he says, Hey, uh, what do you think of these? And they were, they, they were fucking awful. I'm not going to, like, I know who made the videos and I'm not going to dime them out here, but they were, they were, they were fucking terrible. Right. He paid like 40 bucks for these videos too. And I was like, dude, don't put these on your, don't put these on your profile. They did nothing to help him. Right. And so my, in my Patreon client, I'm, you know, I'm going to say too, he's, he's kind of one of those guys that, uh, he sort of is naturally in his shell. You know what I mean? Like he's naturally not an outgoing guy, right? Guys that are like sort of outgoing that have big personalities, they attract people, right? Cause they're fun to be around guys that are sort of in their shell struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why like this power post thing will help you out. So I said, you know what, man? Cause I'm invested, I'm invested in my Patreon clients, right? I want to see them succeed. So yeah, you're, you're, uh, you know, part of the Patreon is like, you only get one video call a month for me. But if I see that you need some little bit of extra, I'm going to say, let's, let's beat up, let's do this and let's work on this. Okay. Because I want to see you win. Right. So I said, Hey man, this is, this is terrible. This isn't going to fucking work. Like, let's redo these. Let's make these ourselves. 
why don't you, I was like, when are you free? So he, he was free last night. And I said, okay, cool. Like we're going to meet up on, on StreamYard. We're going to, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. I'm going to ask you uh, engaging questions that you should ask someone on a, on a date to build rapport. And I want you to answer these, right? And so that way, like when you're answering these questions, you're you're really telling something about yourself to these to these women that are perusing the app. So I said, uh, so I sent him a message. I said, hey, 30 minutes before this, I want you to play some music that really gets you fucking jazzed up, man. Something that really gets you amped, right? And then I said, I want you to wear clothes that you would wear on a first date, right? On, on a casual first date. So when I met up with him, he was dressed better in this video and he was like already sort of like excited to do this. And then when I asked him the first question, he starts, he starts uh, sort of answering it very, uh, I, I'm going to say very boringly, you know, very, uh, and, I, and so I was like, no, 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 dude, you gotta be fucking excited. I started getting him j like jazzed up for this. I was like, you want to be excited. You want to be excited when you're talking about this stuff. This is stuff you're passionate about. So be fucking passionate about it. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. So he's, he immediately like, ju it just switched on with him. And he starts, uh, I start asking me these questions. He starts talking about like how he loves West coast swing dancing. And this is why I love it, man. Because like, and, and I, and I had him stand, like sit there with like wide open body language. Cause you want to do that. We'll get into that here. But I was like, he, he originally sat down sort of his arms closed off. I was like, uh, -uh put that arm to the side, man. You want wide open body language. Cause this, this subconsciously tells a woman that you're closed off. You know what I mean? This shows them that you're you're sort of like relaxed and chill and wide open. Okay, women really uh, are very good at being at, at 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 looking at body language and understanding it, and um, and reading it. So you got you want to have good body language. So I had him sit like wide open. I had him like get relaxed, get jazzed up. And when he was talking about the stuff he was passionate about, it really came across. You know what I mean? So then. Then I clipped that all together and we made new videos and I was like, here, man, let's try these ones out. These ones, these ones should be better. <clears throat> but then I showed them to nurse chick. I said, Hey, I was like, Hey, let me send you some videos. Okay. And I was like, this guy, this is the first videos that he had. And these were the original ones. And they were, and she was like, she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. These first videos make him look like he's a guy that lives in his mom's house. Right. <laughs> like, she's brutally honest with it. I was like, okay what do you think about these videos? And I sent her the new videos and she goes, she goes, that's better. She goes, these videos, this guy looks like he fucks. And I was like, that's exactly what we're going for. <laughs> exactly what we're going for. So uh, anyway, we're going to try those out. Uh, so yeah, so all this stuff about getting yourself jazzed up, getting yourself energized will give you more confidence, right? You're going to feel better about yourself and that's going to be, you're going to be able to feel that on a date. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see here. Okay. Well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it, Michael. I'm just going to straight up say it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got a Michael Morrison said a, uh, a super chat too. You get this one, man. You get this. You get, I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? That's right. This guy fucks. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate it. Okay. So, Man, this could be a long episode. I, I I'm just in the first part of <laughs> of of uh, what to do. Uh, this we haven't even got to the date yet. Okay, so what to wear on a date? So 
I am a t-shirt and jeans guy. I always wear ball caps and hats. And this is why I think this sort of this is a kind of an interesting thing, right? Because people on the internet, when they're see, they see a guy like me talking about dating, they're just like, "What does this guy know?" Right? Because people are retarded, right? They 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 ignore the information because they're like, "Oh." You can only be a, a credible dating source if you walk around on the internet in your house, in your house, wearing a suit, right? <laughs> oh, this guy doesn't always talk about. It. He doesn't. He doesn't wear a suit. He doesn't drive a Bugatti. Like, fucking neither do you. You know, neither do you. You're an average person, probably. You probably don't wear that shit on a daily basis, and I'll, I certainly don't wear that shit in my house. And I live on the western slip of Colorado. Okay, I live. Uh, I live in cow country. Okay. Nobody wears suits out here. There is zero places to wear suits. Even if like, like uh, my, my girlfriend nurse chick loves to get dressed up and uh, go on fancy dates. There's nowhere to do it. We've gone to fancy restaurants out here dressed to the nines and we're the only ones there doing it. Everyone else is in fucking shorts and t-shirts still. So you got to sort of dress to your personality, but on a date, on a date, you, you can keep it casual, but you don't want to wear this stuff. You don't want to dress like you just fucking came out of Walmart. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's more of a second or third date type thing. <laughs> it's more of a relaxed situation. Okay. First dates, you want to sort of put your best foot forward, but I always recommend low investment dates. Oh, oh my God. I just got, I just got removed from uh TikTok. Oh no, I don't agree with this decision. Um, I don't understand the violation, whatever done. Fuck off TikTok. All right. TikTok's gone. I just got fucking banned from my live on TikTok. I have no idea why, but whatever. People are babies. I think I might just go live on Instagram from now on. Fuck TikTok. All right. So you don't want to dress like you just left Walmart on a, on a first date. Okay. You can keep it casual, but you don't want to, uh, you don't want to dress like this. Right. So what I used to wear is I'd wear like long sleeve, solid color t-shirts, right? Like an all black long sleeve t-shirt sleeves pulled up. I'd wear my nicest jeans and I'd wear, uh, I'd wear like my nicest like cowboy boots and have them shined up. Right. That's how that's pretty much that. Or I'd wear like a Henley shirt, right. Which is essentially the same thing. Long sleeve t-shirt, but a couple of buttons down here and then like a couple of buttons undone up here, you know, for that, that sexy look, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So I'd wear that, right? It's still a very casual look, but it was uh, it was nicer than uh, graphic tees. Okay, that's that's pretty much it, right? Or you know, you could also wear a button down shirt too. And if it's cut to be untucked, you can leave it untucked. Some shirts, some guys leave them untucked. They're not made to be untucked. Okay, there's you got to look at the cut of the button up shirt. Some of them aren't made to be worn untucked. So. If you have a shirt that's uh, made to be tucked in, tuck it in, right? Um, but like, if I wear a button-down shirt and I have it tucked in, I look I look like such a fucking goody two shoes. So I don't I don't like that look. So I don't do that look. Um, but yeah, you wanna you wanna just dress you know nicer. You wanna dress nicer, okay? And um, and then I always recommend that dates be low investment. You'll hear me say that uh, all the time on the on the uh, on the podcast. So I recommend drinks only. Okay. I rec recommend drinks in the evening. And I, 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 a lot of guys recommend uh, coffee dates, right? A lot of guys on the rule zero panel recommend coffee dates, but I don't. Right. And I, I got this from, from Corey Wayne, but, but coffee dates sort of puts out a friendship vibe, 
you know, friends have coffee during the day. Lovers meet in the evening and then fuck, you know? You know what I mean? So if you want a lover, you got to do what lovers do, right? Um, but I, that being said, I did meet nurse chick on a coffee date because she was working graveyard shifts and that was the only time she had available. So if you have game, you can make anything work. All right. But as a rule of thumb, when you're just starting out, just go for drinks only. Okay. It sets out the right sort of romantic vibe. Okay. Who will pay? <laughs> Who will pay? You will pay. You will pay, right? You asked her out. She's your guest. You will pay. It's as simple as that. Oh, but equality and women, eh, equality is bullshit, particularly when it comes to dating. Okay. Equality doesn't exist on the, on the sexual marketplace. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's a, it's, it's uh, uh, Royce calls it the cost of doing business, right? <laughs> It's also about setting the tone and taking the lead. Okay. Uh, if you ask a woman to pay, if you ask a woman to split the check, if you ask a woman to leave the tip, uh, she's not going to let you put the tip in her. I'll tell you that right now. That will, that will really turn her off, right? That will really turn her off. So drinks are not that expensive. Don't make a big fucking deal out of it. The reason why we're doing drinks only is because, yeah, dates do add up over time. It does get expensive. That's why you're not taking them to steak dinners every fucking time, right? So drinks only, you should be able to afford that. If you can't afford going on a drink date, maybe you should work on getting making more money, okay? Like, it's just drinks. <laughs> but it's about setting the tone, taking the lead. You're going to pay. And you're going to pay for the at least the first two dates. Okay. Now, if she's being really insistent on paying on the second date, you could tell her, "Hey, look, I'll 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 get this one. You can plan and pay for the third one if you want." Okay, and then you could put the ball in her her court. Right. That is a really good test of interest. Honestly, that's a really good test of interest. But I only would recommend doing that if she's being like you know really insistent on paying. Yes, I learned that from Dr. Robert Glover. You're right. All right. So <clears throat> now, that, uh, now that you're on the date, do you sit next to her or do you sit across from her? Okay. Now, there's, uh, you can do both. You can do either or, right? There's, there's, uh, there's benefits to either one, right? So sitting next to her <clears throat> is a little more intimate right? You're a little bit closer in proximity to her, right? You're able to, to touch her easier when you're sitting next to her, which is a part of the three T's, touch, tease, and tell, okay? That's another thing I learned from Dr. Robert Glover, right? The three T's, touch, tease, and tell. Um, now, when, you're, <clears throat> when you asked her out on a date, you probably did a little bit of the touching, or not the touching, uh, you probably did a little bit of the, the teasing and the telling, right? That's teasing is like, you know, part of banter. So you're, you know, maybe you met her on a dating app or whatever, or maybe you met her in person. You probably bantered a little bit, <clears throat> you know, for a couple of minutes before finding a segue to set the date. At least you should have done that. That would be you using the, the teasing part. And then when you go to set the date, right, you're asking her, what are, you, what are she free to get together? What she tells you, you say, great, meet me here at this time on this day, right? 
that's telling her what to do. So that's that's part of the three T's as well. So now you're on a date. If you're sitting next to her. Now you can touch her. Now you have a, you, you, you know, and I'm not talking like in a creepy way. I'm talking about like touching her upper elbow, touching the back of her hand or something like that. Right. Touching, uh, touching her lower, lower, uh, lower back. Right. Innocent places to touch women, their shoulders. Right. And it could just be like just for a minute or two. Right. That kind of stuff, that physical touch is really a powerful tool in your arsenal to escalate things. Okay. Women respond very well to physical touch. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, don't do it in a creepy way. Don't like reach out and grab her tits or something. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about guys. Okay. Now, if you sit across from her, which, um, when, when I think back, uh, when I first met nurse chick, I did sit across from her. <clears throat> this was actually good too, because when you sit across from her, it makes it more, it makes it easier to make eye contact, right? When you talk and when you make eye contact, you really want to use that left eye trick. Okay. The left eye trick I talk about frequently, but basically that's where you, you make eye contact with her left eye, your right eye, her left eye. Okay. When you make eye contact with that left eye, it's like mesmerizing for her. Okay. Now I don't know. I don't know if it's true that it's because like the, her left eye is connected to the right brain and that's her emotional brain. That's her in her, where her inhibitions are and all that kind of stuff. That might be true. Or it might just be that it gives you a good focal point to keep eye contact and eye contact by itself is powerful. Okay. Either way, just look at her left eye. Just fucking do it. Just, just try it out. Okay. But you'll find when you do that, and even if like you'll, you could even send like, you could even be having like sexual thoughts about her. Like she can, if you're looking at her left eye and you're like thinking about her, like, a, like, oof, man, I just want to pull those clothes off. Right. She could feel that. She could feel that. And when she could feel it, Mm, that gives her the vajingles, man. That gives her the vajingles. It's it's uh it's like a it's like you're 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 magically hypnotizing her, right? Like fucking Dracula. <laughs> so that so that you can do that too when you're sitting next to her, depending on where you're sitting. But what if you're going to sit next to her? I recommend sitting uh, for the same reason, sitting on her left side, right? So that you can talk into her left ear, right, Nathan. You want to be able to whisper sweet nothings into her left ear. I learned that from Alan Roger Curry. <clears throat> and uh, he calls it the left ear zone, but it's the same thing. It's the same idea. The left ear is connected to the right brain. At least that's what Alan said. So, right, left ear, left eye. You want to sit on her left side so you can talk into her left ear. Okay. Another cool thing that you can do. While you're sitting there waiting, uh, like looking at drink menus and stuff like that, is ask her what she's going to drink. You know, like what and she if she's like, oh, I, you know, I have I have an eye on this, uh, you know, I don't know, margarita, right? You can say, okay, cool. Um, and then when the waitress comes over, say she's going to have the margarita, right? It, you order for her, right? You ordering for her is sort of like a dominant, you know, masculine move. And uh, a lot of women respond very well to that. They're like, oh, right. <laughs> but as long as you're ordering her something that she, she, she was going to order for herself anyway, right? If you just, if she's like, oh, I'm going to have the margarita and you go, she'll have the light beer, right? Like she'll be like, what? No, like that, that's a dick thing to do. Okay. Order what she wants, what she was going to order for herself anyway. But, but, but that's setting the tone and leading. Okay. Women, women 
respond very well to that. I do that for nurse chick occasionally. Other times when we're at restaurants, uh, she just says order first and I will order whatever I'm having. And then nurse chick just goes times two times two. She'll just have whatever I'm having usually. So <laughs> right now she's not doing that though. Cause she's getting ready for a fitness competition coming up here in, uh, August, I think is her first one. And man, she's trimming down right now. She's, uh, she's on, she's basically eating just like egg whites and, and, and chicken. Like that's like, that's her diet right now. Maybe, maybe some asparagus or something like that. And she's like, she's looking just right now. <laughs> she's looking so good right now. Oh man. And then when she goes to these competitions, they spray her down in like in, in uh spray tan and <clears throat> under the light, she looks normal, but like in person, when I'm just talking to her, she looks like a Jamaican girl. And I'm like, Ooh, Jamaican fantasy. Time. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's a fun. All right. What you also want to do is have wide open body language. I talked about this a little bit at the beginning, right? Um, you sort of want to like lean back as much as possible. You want to have, you know, your arms sort of wide open. One thing I would do is like, if I have my arm arms rest here, I have my arms out like this sort of, if they weren't there, sometimes I like, I'll have my arm back over the, over the back of the chair, unless I look awkward doing it, then I won't do that. You want to have your wide spread open as possible. I, d I don't like sitting on bar stools because it's hard to do this kind of stuff, right? It's hard to do that kind of stuff on a bar stool. Um, but lead if, you want if you're leading back, that tends to draw her in a little bit, right? If she's drawing in, you want that. That's actually a good sign. If she's not doing that, you can lean forward a little bit, like you're taking interest in what she's saying, and then like lean back a little bit. You could do that sort of thing. Um, another thing you could do while you're on a date is, is called matching, matching and mirroring in, in NLP or uh, neuro linguistic programming. But if she uh, puts her arm on the desk like this or on the table like this, and then like as you're talking, you do that too, right? You match that. If she's, uh, you know, if, if she starts doing this sort of thing and like playing with her necklace, you wait a few seconds and just casually talking, like you start doing the same thing right? You start matching and mirroring literally all of her body movements as, as she's talking. Uh, if, if she has certain inflection in, in her voice, you sort of try to match that with, you know, staying masculine still, but try to match her, her, her tonality and inflection. That sort of thing is a really good tool for building rapport with people. Uh, salespeople do that. Um, when you go on a job interview, they recommend you do that and you can do it on a date. <clears throat> But if you match what exactly like almost like monkey see monkey do like what she's doing with her body with her hands, if you sort of match that subtly, like she crosses her legs and then like a couple of seconds later, you, you, uh, you know, put your leg up or whatever. That sort of thing builds rapport with people because suddenly they could see that you're just like them. Oh, look at this. Oh, he's like, he's like, he's a lot like me. Right. And it's a, it's a subtle little trick that you could do to help build rapport. Okay. You want to let her do 80% of the talking, okay? Too many guys talk themselves out of contention with women. They put their foot in their mouths, okay? You avoid this by shutting your mouth and listening, okay? <laughs> and you can do this pretty easily once you get the hang of it, right? You just want to take a genuine interest in what she's saying. Take Literally just take a genuine interest in what she's saying, all right? Um, ask thoughtful, open-ended questions. You know, when she, uh, 
you, you, and you don't want to just stack questions either, right? It's not a job interview. So ask her a question and as she's talking about it, ask her clarifying things about what she's talking about. Make assumptions about what she's talking about. Make comments about what she's talking about, right? That'll keep the ball rolling and keep the ball in her court. And women love to talk. So just let them, right? Unless they're nurse chick. Nurse chick, she's uh, she's quiet. <laughs> she's quiet. Most other chicks love to run their mouths. So, and their favorite subject is themselves. So just get them talking about themselves, what they're passionate about, stuff like that. That sort of stuff builds rapport as well, right? Yeah, that's true. All this kind of bling and stuff like that gives, uh, gives her something that she... She could talk about and touch. That goes back to like what to wear stuff too. Um, oh, which I, I do write in the book. I didn't talk about it today, but yeah, where you can wear like bracelets and stuff like that. It gives them stuff to, to talk about and touch. Uh, let's see here. Ask her thoughtful opening questions. When she asks about you, right? Give her absurd answers playfully or just keep your answer short, right? Cause you want to build mystery. You don't want to give too much of yourself away. Women, uh, they, they, they want to live in a love story and they want to, they want to, they don't want the, the spoiler to the end of the book or the end of the movie. Okay. They want to figure you out on their own, right? They want to feel like they've figured you out using nothing but their, their, their feminine intuition. They can't do that. If you just tell them everything about yourself. If you, the fastest way to make a girl lose interest in you is tell, tell her everything about yourself. All right. So you want to be vague. You want to playfully joke around, right? If she asks you what you do for a living, I'm a millionaire playboy by day and I fight crime dressed as a bat at night, baby. Right. And then you want to switch it back on her and be like, no, nah, but seriously though, what do you do for a living? You know? Right. Like, or if you already know, like sometimes dating apps will like, they'll have that in their bio and be like, but seriously though, like you're a nurse. Tell me about that. Like, what's the most, like, what made you want to get into nursing? Right. Completely turn it around on her and avoid answering the question completely. Because the more that she doesn't know about you, the more she's going to want to figure out. Okay. And the more that she wants to figure out, the more she's thinking about you, that all builds attraction. Okay. Key here is building attraction, not just rapport. You want to build attraction. <laughs> All right. You want, and you want to be a mystery. Okay. Uh, let's see here. If you don't like her, if you don't like this girl, you go on a date, you're talking with her and yeah, she's hot, but she's insufferable. That's the beauty of drink only dates, right? It's, it's after it's over after one drink, right? If you don't, if you don't like her, just be like, you know what? This has been great. Thank you for meeting me out tonight. Uh, you know, I really wish you the best of luck in your dating and be a good ender. And then, you know, pay the bill and walk out. Okay. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't hold Whamman accountable. You know, you're a fucking epic bitch. Like that, that's not going to change your behavior and you're just going to look like a douchebag. Okay. So just pay for your drink and say, you know, thank you. Best of luck in your dating and just don't call her again. Okay. If you do like her, you want to have a backup place in mind down the street. Okay. Women will sleep with a man by the second or third date on average. Okay. This adds a psychological two dates in one experience that speeds that process up. All right. So you want to like a place that, you know, where you guys can go and shoot darts, play pool, um, a place that has better appetizers, whatever, like whatever your excuse is for leaving this venue, going to another venue. 
when I was in, uh, when I was dating in Grand Junction, my go-to spot was always the feisty pint. Everybody that listens to the podcast knows this. My backup joint was uh, the Blue Moon, which was like a couple blocks down the road. So that I would walk with my dates down the street over to Blue Moon and we'd go there and, and have more drinks, you know, maybe get an appetizer if they were hungry, right? Uh, but I only did that if I liked them, right? So I'd take them to that second venue. Nurse Chick, I didn't take her to a second venue because uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we were meeting up for coffee. Um, and two, I had a hard stop because my dog was at home all day. And uh, like I live an hour away from Grand Junction where we were meeting. And I had just taken my motorcycle classes. And uh, so my dog had been in the house all day and I needed to go home and, and let my dog out. Plus, WrestleMania was on. Okay. So priorities. So, uh, so I couldn't take nurse chick to a second venue, but, uh, if I would have ran her through the, the playbook, it would have been feisty pint and then, then blue moon. Cause we were hitting it off, man. We were hitting it off. <laughs> uh, yeah. So second place. And then, um, and, th and that, and that's what I would usually do on, on my first date. Right. And my first dates, I would always look at them like a chemistry test. I wasn't trying to hook up on a first date. I wasn't trying to close the deal on a first date. Okay. You can do that if you want. Uh, and then the sec the two dates and one thing will actually help you with that. If that's your goal is, is to, uh, close on the first date and get her to come back to your place. The two dates and one thing will help with that too. Okay. Um, so yeah, go, if your goal is hookups, you need to have the logistics plans planned out though, right? So you want to pick bars and venues that are close to your house if possible, right? Or if you're traveling like me, like if my goal was to hook do hookups on the first day, I would probably book a hotel room in, in like in Grand Junction for the night. So I wouldn't have to drive her all the way back here, right? I would probably say, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, I, I knew I was going to be drinking. So I, I got myself a hotel room, right? <laughs> Whatever, whatever your excuse is, you want to have logistics planned out. So, uh, sex is easy. Okay. And you want to give her plausible deniability, right? Women are more concerned with their body count than they let on, right? Women will never be honest with you with their body count because they know how valuable sexual purity is to men. And, uh, and so they don't want to seem like a slut to you. And they also don't want their friends judging them for being sluts either. So they need plausible deniability, right? So you got to give that to them, right? Hey, you want to come over to my house and, and meet my dog? Uh, Hey, do you mind if we stop by my house real quick? I got to feed the goldfish, right? Uh, I used to invite kid chicks to go back to my place by uh, offering them a challenge, right? I would say, are you up for a challenge? And they would say, Oh yeah. And I'd be like, I challenge you to a game of Jenga. You want to go back to my place and, uh, and play Jenga. I have a bottle of wine and they'll be like, yeah. Right. We're just, I just went back to his place to, to feed the goldfish. I just went back to his place to see his dog. I just went back to his place to play Jenga. And then I don't know what happens. Like one thing led to another, right? Plausible deniability. They know exactly what's happening, but it gives them an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> right? They just need to justify it to themselves and their God and they'll be fine. Right? So you got to give them that excuse. All right. And you got to own that sex must always be the man's fault and just own it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I don't know what happened. He was just such a smooth talker. And the one thing, let it, whatever, you know, <laughs> 
All right. If hooking up is not the goal, right? Like, like I said, for me, like first dates were always just a chemistry test. I wasn't trying to sleep chicks with uh, on the first date. Cause like I said before, women will sleep with you by the second or third date on average anyway. So you, if you, you could just let go of that attachment to outcome and then you'll have a much better time on the first date. Cause you'll be more relaxed. Cause you're not trying to, you're not trying to push for it. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll have no attachment to outcome. So, uh, but in either case, you always want to go for a kiss. Okay. No matter what, if you're trying to hook up with her, you want to go for a kiss. If you're just trying to do a chemistry test, if you like her, you will want to go for a kiss. Okay. Now, sometimes in the middle of the date, certain women are a little more obvious with their body language. They'll be like looking at your lips, you know, they'll just keep darting down to your lips and that kind of thing. They'll do the, the triangle thing, right? Where they, they look at one eye and the lips and the other eye, whatever they'll, they'll, brush their hair back. They'll come in, they'll, they'll touch your leg with their leg, or they'll, they'll just be touching you a lot. If they're doing any of that kind of stuff, don't wait for the end of the date. Just go in and kiss her, like find, find a good opportunity to, to lean in and kiss her. Okay. If she's not doing any of that stuff, a lot of times women are just as nervous as men are on first dates. And so they're not that obvious with their body language. In that case, walk her to her car, and then just fucking go for it. Just go for a kiss. Okay. And I'm talking about a kiss on the lips. Don't settle for the cheek. Don't go for a hug that like cheek and hug is, is pussy shit. Okay. Handshake is the worst. Just go in for a kiss on her lips. All right. 99.9% .9 of women are going to respond very well to this. Okay. There's going to be a small percentage of women that aren't going to be into you. All right. They're going to be like, <clears throat> if you've made it this far in the date, right? Uh, they're, they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to be that into you. And so when you go in for a kiss, they'll lean back or they'll, they'll go to give you a cheek or something like that. Don't kiss her on the cheek. If she goes to give you the cheek, just, just lean back. Right. It's just telling you everything you need to know and don't get hurt by it. Just be like, you know what? I had a, I had a good night. You know, I really appreciate you spending time with me tonight. Best of luck in your dating and just don't call him again. Okay. There's no need to be a jerk about any of that stuff. Right. Um, I've only had, when I was doing that, I only had <clears throat> two chicks that sort of really didn't like the kiss. Um, and even then it wasn't that their reaction wasn't terrible. It wasn't like, you know, pulling out mace or anything like that. It was just like, like one chick was like, Whoa, whoa not on a first date. Right. That was probably the worst reaction I got. Um, and then another chick, she still kissed me, but like, as I went into kiss, she goes, Oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> And I kissed her and then, uh, and then she told me later, she's like, you know, I didn't really appreciate you kissing me on a first date and stuff like that. And I was just like, all right. So those chicks obviously didn't get, uh, you know, didn't get too far with me and, uh, you know, but it's because they weren't interested anyway. So no big deal, no harm, no foul, but other chicks you'll find when you do this, like they'll just fucking melt into your hand. Right. They're just like, they're like, holy shit. Like that's such a, uh, a confident move to just do it. Don't ask her, Hey, may I kiss you or anything like that? Just fucking do it. Uh, a lot of chicks are just like, they'll just melt in your hands. Okay. That's a, that's an ultimate game changer for you. All right. So always do that. It's also a, a you know, like I said, it's the ultimate test of interest. If she responds well to the kiss, she gets a second date. If she doesn't, she's just probably not that interested and it's not a big deal and you're wasting your time. So just don't call her back. No problem. All right. Uh, and then the last section here is never push for the next date while you're on the current date. Okay. 
<clears throat> this is uh, this is pretty needy behavior. It basically tells it basically shows that you have no other options. All right, women need to think that you have other options. They need to think that if if they think that they're the only girl that you're talking to, they sort of wonder like, what's wrong with you? This guy can't get laid. Like, what's going on? He <clears throat> he's not charming enough that other chicks want him. Right? Women are more attracted to to guys that have other chicks. Okay, it's called pre-selection. It's a it's a thing. Okay. So you, you don't want to push for the next date while you're on a current date. It makes you look needy. It makes you look like a guy that just has no other options. Just tell her that you had a great time. Go for the kiss and let her know that you're going to reach out soon. Okay. You want to keep that vague. You don't want to say, hey, I'm going to call you tomorrow. Hey, I'm going to call you tonight. You don't want to say that. You want her wondering. You want to leave. You want to be that mystery, right? You want to, you want her wondering, when is he going to text? Is he going to text? Is he going to call? right? Because that builds mystery and that creates that positive emotional tension. All right. Or heat. I like to call it heat, uh, healthy, emotional anticipation and tension that builds attraction. Okay. So that's, that's what you want to do. That's the day of the date. Uh, if she reaches out, um, you know, like what I would say is if you really like her, we can get into this. This is more in the next section, but like, uh, after the first date, <clears throat> if you really like her, what I, what I found was the sweet spot was, uh, don't text her when you get home. Right. Uh, if she texts you and it says, Hey, did you get home? Okay. Or something like that. You can reply back to say, yeah, I did. Thank you for checking in on me or something. Right. But leave it at that. Uh, otherwise don't text her. Don't text her when you get home. Don't text her all the next day. Wait until about the end of the workday, maybe 6 PM the next day. And just let her know, like send her a text saying, hey, just want you to know that I had a great time last night. Okay. And then leave it at that. Don't go into depth on it. Right. But that also lets her wonder enough. Like she's sort of like in panic mode all day long. And then the, then in the evening, oh, give her a little bit of release. Give her a little bit of a dopamine hit there. Then if you really like her, you're going to want to, you're, you're not going to want to wait more than two or three days before you reach out again and try to set uh, the next definite date. Okay. I found that was sort of the sweet spot right there. If you like her and then you wait longer than that, like uh, Corey Wayne says, wait another week. Chicks will think that you didn't, you didn't like them, right? They, a lot of chicks uh, will fall off your, fall off your radar. If you wait too long to set that date. So if you really like them and there was good chemistry there, don't wait more than two or three dates. And then uh, yeah. So that's, that's that usually like sometimes within that two or three days, if you haven't replied back to her though, she'll reach out. And if she's reaching out, that's your opportunity. You need to use that as an opportunity to set the next definite date. That's her chasing you now. And that's actually where you want to be. Usually that doesn't, you don't see that uh, until after the second date. <laughs> you know what I mean? In my experience. All right, guys, that's all I have for this episode. I can't believe they kicked me off fucking TikTok. Oh, well. Hope you found found this uh, helpful for your next date. Be sure to tune in Friday. The legendary adult film star and sex guru, Eric Everhard, will be returning to the podcast. His new Everhard Academy is out, and he has a new book to go with it. His new book's called <clears throat> The Tao of Eating Pussy. The Tao of Eating Pussy. <laughs> Be sure to tune in live so you can uh, ask Eric questions as well. He's a really down-to-earth dude. I really like him as a human being. <clears throat> he gives me like book recommendations and like all sorts of stuff. Like he'll, he'll DM me and be like, Hey, I saw that you're reading this book. Have you read this book? Like it's a 
just a, a, a very good dude, right? Good dude to know. Um, other than that, I don't see any more super chats in here. You guys were pretty quiet today. We will go through the usual housekeeping. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you for you guys that uh, that did sound off in the uh, the live chat today. That that helps out a lot. If you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below your favorite emoji. You know what to do. That all boosts us in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Uh, fuck TikTok though. And then <laughs> send uh, super chats. Uh, the next uh, live I do, which will be Friday with with Eric Everhard. Um, that really supports the show as well. Get on the email list. It's through Gumroad now, uh, so you'll actually be receiving those emails, which will be nice. And then I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. Uh, if you like those stickers, they're available as coffee mugs and hats and stuff as well. This hat's not available as a sticker. It's only available as merch. It says, girl, you know, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> you can get that stuff at merch.comeonmanpod.com. And then uh, check out the practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And then finally get on the Patreon, join us for our monthly happy hour hangouts. You can join uh, tier one now and uh, it's only 10 bucks and there's a free trial. So join the free trial. If you don't like it, you can quit after seven days. No problem. If you do like it, stick around. Uh, but it gives you access to our group, uh, our group telegram um, chat for all Patreon members. And it gives you access to the, uh, the ha monthly happy hour hangouts. And then all of Monday's episodes are ad free. So check that out. And I will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.